L, I got a question for you. Hey. And it's not about Randy Quaid this time. It's not. It's not. No. Um. All that Randy Quaid knowledge. I know. Waste. Actually, I was watching Quick Change earlier today. Not it's an underrated movie with Bill Murray and Randy Quaid. Comedy. And yeah, it's um, he dresses up as a clown, as a clown and robs a bank. Okay. It's okay. It's like from 1990 or something. It wasn't exactly a big hit, but it's one of those movies I feel like always was always on like Comedy Central back in the day. Gotcha. So I probably saw it like a bunch of times for like just accidentally because it was on. Right. But it was on Stars or HBO or something earlier, and I got caught up. But no. But my question is: Are you familiar with the works of Neil Diamond, the singer songwriter? Uh, fringe, fringe familiarity. I mean, I'm sure you know Sweet Caroline. Correct. Because. The Red Sox kind of ruined that song for everyone. Yeah, I heard and, he um, played that song seven times when he played at Fenway. What? What? Seven times? He played it seven times. Like in a row? Night, just over the course of the night. Oh, oh. When he played at Fenway, yeah. What, did he just like tease it a bunch of times? I guess. Yeah. If he's musically capable enough to tease it, I, I suppose he may have. Like, I don't know. But, no. And if you ask our friend Rob, he'll tell you... He's a very, uh, very over hard stance on that song. And without, like... Without anyone actually listening, he'll just keep saying that uh, it's about Caroline Kennedy, and she was like 12 or something when the song came out. So the game, Which, real quick, the game we went to together, when uh, you stayed to watch the fantastic finish that we missed. Yeah. When we were leaving, I was with Rob, and New England Cable News, NECN was there, like, doing after-the-game interviews with people on the street. And he marched over, he wanted to tell the woman... <laughs> About Sweet Caroline, because it was playing through the PA system when we were leaving. Good God. He's like, I need to go talk to her about this. She needs to, uh, I need to tell people about this. And we were like, Rob, All right. Back. So, I looked it up, because there's this thing called Google where you can actually look up stuff instead of just saying things that you might have heard once a long time. What is it? There's it's some Google? debate. Yeah. What is it? It's, remember Alta Vista back in the day? I do, yeah. The, the ultimate um, view, or the different view, yeah. This is kind of like the updated version of that, I think. Okay. I don't know. People seem to like it. I think it. I think it's. I think it's brand new. Do you have to go to like, like overnight? Do you have to like go to Yahoo for it? Like how do you get? Well, it? yeah. I mean, well, Yahoo is still still like the leader. I think. But do you go to Yahoo and like search for Google or? Yeah, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Okay, I'll have to um, check it out. So, <laughs> anyways, I looked. I looked it up, and I guess and there's some question about like the validity of what actually happened, but based off of what he said, because I kind of this kind of came to light. I think it was, like, her 50th birthday or something. And, like, he sang it to her. And everyone's like, ooh, wait a minute. Let's do the math on this. Like, it doesn't really work out. But according to him, he actually wrote the song for his wife, whose name was Marsha. And Marsha didn't fit lyrically into the song because he needed a three-syllable yeah. um, um, name. And he happened to be, like, reading an article or something about the president, and they were talking about... And there was like a picture of Caroline Kennedy, right. and he just was like, "Oh, Caroline, that works," and just threw it in there. Right. Amanda's three syllables, but Boston has a song called Amanda, right? He yeah. Didn't want, to, didn't want to bite on that. Well, I mean, that came out like much later, but yeah, but I don't he know. knew. He but knew. no, he yeah. just needed this. Uh, uh, he needed a name that was three syllables, and happened to see something about Caroline Kennedy or Caroline. There we go. Whether that's accurate or not, who knows? But whatever, that's his story, and he's sticking to it. Uh, but that's not that's not what I'm, that's not what I brought that up. So, and, and I got to give credit where credit do, is due on this, because I was listening to a different podcast, and they were talking about this song, and, like, apparently this was common knowledge. I had no idea. But you've ever heard the song Heartlight? Heartlight? Put on the Heartlight? Probably. I think I might need to hear it to know Yeah, well, it. I can play a little bit of it. Yeah, let's hear a quick snippet. A little bit of it for you. Help the people in podcast land get on the yeah. same page. Um, 
But the funny thing about this song is whenever I whenever I used to like watch football and like he was on the Dolphins for a really oh, long time. Oh, Ryan Hartline. Ryan Hartline. Yep. I was just for whatever reason think this song in my head because it was like, oh wait, Brian Hartline and I don't know. Just, but unfortunately, um, he just got cut by Cleveland, so that probably means his career's over. Because once you get cut by Cleveland, yeah, you're really well. That one, that one dude, right, with the drinking problem. Well, yeah, his. I mean, was it, where, where did he end up in Houston? Houston, Denver, something. Denver. I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, he said he was going to Denver, but he oh. wasn't. He said he was like talking to Vaughn Miller or something. Oh, right. right, and Vaughn right Miller was like right. that never happened. Yeah. So is he act? Did he actually sign with anyone? I don't know. I don't mean. Well, while you while well, you cue that up, I'll look this up. Yeah. All right. So Neil Diamond. Um, uh, and it's uh, it getting to a point here, but you know, someone else pointed it out, and I just, I was like, I was just blown away by this. But, um, damn, I should have had this queued up. My bad, my bad, people. Well, according to TMZ, he sold his house in Cleveland. Okay, well, that makes sense. Currently a free agent. Yeah, I don't think he signed with anyone. All right, so this is the Neil Diamond song, Heartlight. You familiar with this at all? Come back again. You may, you'll probably know when you get to the chorus, but next time. this is all relevant to my story, so um, just listen closely to it. Sometimes the world ain't kind when people get lost like you. Well, this part, he just made a friend. But then he explains what a friend is. A friend is someone you need. <laughs> I mean, this isn't like musical gold or nothing, but there's a point. Okay, yeah, so it, it was a fairly popular song when it came out, but here's my point to this. Let, let me see if you could figure this out, because I didn't initially, but then I kind of thought about it. Do you know what this song is about? Any any idea what the song's about? I don't. Okay, let me read the lyrics to you, Okay. and maybe you can try and figure it out. Come back again, I want you to stay next time. Because mm-hmm. sometimes... Because sometimes the world ain't kind when people get lost like you and me. Okay. I just made a friend. Yep. A friend is someone you need. Uh, but now that he had to go away, I still feel the words that he might say. Turn on your heart light. Let it shine wherever you go. Let it make a happy glow for all the world to see. Turn on the heart light in the middle of a young boy's dream. Don't wake up too soon. Don't wake me up too soon gonna take a ride across the moon you and me he's looking for home cause everyone needs a place and home is the most excellent place of all oh, and I'll be right here if you could call you should call me and then it repeats the chorus it's about E.T. it's about E.T. like what the hell but did it happen did that come before the movie well cause that's what I thought I was like oh wait was this on the E.T. soundtrack I don't remember it being the movie right. no apparently him Burt Bacharach and like whatever whoever Burt Bacharach's wife was at the time I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head went to go see E.T. 
and then just were like, let's write a song about it. <laughs> so much so that they had to pay Universal $25,000 because of the, the content of the lyrics. Wow. Yeah. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. I'm like, but like, like I was listening to, um, it was Kevin Smith's podcast, Smodcast, yep. and he was talking about it, but they made it seem like it was common knowledge. And I'm just like, wait, what? Probably to him in his circle. Yeah, because I mean, the song, the song came out in the end of '82, so that's when yeah. ET came out. But it's just like it's so bizarre. That's funny. It's so weird. It's just like, I mean, and this is leading to my next point. It's like if we, you know, we went to go see Captain America: Civil War, and then we came back and like, like let's write a song about it. Right. Which I mean, could, can we write it to the <laughs> tune of Heartline? <laughs> Heartlight. Heartlight. Yeah. yeah, no. We need Brian Heartline to come Just help us out. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I suppose I'm a, I'm a musical writer. We could figure it out. We need. That's yeah. what we need. Maddie G podcast for. Who unfortunately yeah. is not here. And even if he was, I don't know if he would talk. Um, we're having some creative differences. I guess. It's the best way to put it. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. But um, anyways, so we did go see. Captain America Civil War. Me for the second time, you for the first time. Yep. Um, so spoilers for... I'll probably get into some spoilers here. Um, but yeah, what do you think? My only complaint about that movie, and it's probably a moot point and probably can be argued off for whatever reason, I, to me it would have made more sense to have been an Avengers movie and not a Captain America movie. Yeah, I can... I can yeah, I can see where... Yeah, that is. Because I mean... Yeah, that was one of the things that was kind of lost, I think, on people, that it was a Captain America movie. You know, because, I mean, obviously the main focus is Captain America versus Iron Man. Right. But, I mean, there's so much other stuff going on. It's just like, how like how does Black Panther relate to Captain America? That's the thing, you know, if it I were... I mean, eventually it does, but it's just like, out of like... Right. It's, you know... Because it's, to me, it's, it's a Captain America movie with crazy cameos, as opposed to if it were an yeah. Avengers movie, I would just expect all those people to be there. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a very minor complaint. I thought it was great. I actually was talking to my friend Sam about this today. I, um, you know, I think the plot was really well put together. I think they, you know, the pace was appropriate enough that they clearly sort of showed the divide and how it happened and why, and why people fell on which side they did. And the fight scene at the airport which I was waiting like the whole movie for, like I'm yeah. sure everybody else was, was awesome. Yeah. And like when that scene, when I realized that scene was happening, I actually was like, here we go, and like lean forward in my seat. I told Sam that the thing I like about those movies is that when I watch them, they make me feel like a little kid. Yeah, oh, definitely. And I, I think that's great, you know, I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I did. Uh, the action's awesome. I mean, the fact that they're like superhero movies, but they're made the way they are, you know, it, it makes it sort of something that a kid or an adult can enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah. I mean, like I like I told you, um, and I don't remember if I said this on the podcast before, but when I went to go first see it, uh, there was a little kid sitting behind me, and like um, he was just so excited about everything. It's like anytime any like anyone showed up on screen for the first time, he'd just yell out their name. Like 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 the one that caught me the best and started I started laughing was when War Machine came on, and the kid just like War Machine. I'm like, really War Machine? Like. <laughs> I love War Machine. It's like, why? Don Cheadle's my favorite. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that would just that, that. But he also, the kid also was just reading all the subtitles for me too. I was like, all right, fine, sure, <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, it was just funny because every every anytime, anytime any like 
like anyone can like Winter Soldier. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was cool. I um, I had tried to rewatch all the Marvel movies from the universe right. in, in linear order as relates to the storyline. Didn't quite get through all of them before I started Civil War, but the two that I had left were the two I had seen most recently in Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man. Yeah, and even Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't, doesn't really, really matter. Play in until the, the tag at the end, right? Right. Um, or does that even... That, I mean... That really... No, the... Do you mean... Well, because... No, the only thing that really, like... The only real connection between Guardians... Oh, it's a tag from no, Thor's World, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, gar- the tag at the end of this one was for um, Spider-Man, which is interesting because that's not the next movie. The next movie is Doctor Strange and then Guardians and then Spider-Man. But because Spider-Man was in the movie, okay. I guess that made the most sense. Is Doctor Strange outside of... Um, no, it will connect... And during the Infinity War, At some right? point, yeah, because yeah. I think there's... the. The Infinity Stones are involved in Doctor Strange somehow. I don't even know. Okay. I'm not really that familiar with Doctor Strange, I'll be quite honest. But, um, but yeah, the, I mean, the one thing I really thought about this, this was very interesting about this movie was kind of how, like, you know, obviously it's Civil War, so you got the Captain America versus Iron Man and all that. And, um, you know, they introduce a villain, a bad guy, Zemo. But, like, he doesn't really do much. Right. Like, himself. Like, he doesn't even become his, like, real character, like, from the comic books or whatever. He's just kind of the guy. But, you know, I mean, because the whole thing was, like, he... I mean, because that was, like, a real tease they did there. Because, like, he, you know, kept on, he, you know, trying to get that information from Winter Soldier and all that. And then, like, he gets him to that, the building... And, like, the thought process and everyone else was thinking it. Everyone's, you gotta get there and stop them from, like, activating the other Winter Soldiers. And they get there and they're just all dead. Right. And the only thing he really wanted was the video of of Winter Soldier killing, um, um, well, I was just about to say Ned Stark. Nope, that's <laughs> the wrong, that's the wrong show. How, Howard Stark. Tony right. Stark's dad. Yep. So, like, and then just have Iron Man and, you know, Captain America fighting about that but that was the thing like and he doesn't die like no one really no one dies in the movie other than crossbones at the very beginning and that's that was just carry over from the last captain america movie which right. a lot of people forgot about yeah i forgot about it. i was like oh wait that's the guy from the end of the movie that gets a building crushed on him like he says or whatever mm-hmm. but like there's no there's no real villain in here other than zemo but not even, because, like, ultimately, what does he do? He doesn't really do anything. Like, he's just right. trying to get revenge because they killed his his son. And, and uh, no, where, where the hell were they? Crow, Crow, Slow... Slovenia? No. Slovenia, Slow... Uh, Sokovia. Sokovia, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. I know we've talked about this, but not on the podcast. Like, there's Sokovia and Wakanda... But it's like with Marvel, I feel like they've always just used the cities. And now they've made up these two cities. Right. Yeah, because well, they... It's from Black Panther. But like, right. Sokovia, like... Oklahoma, but they mentioned, like, they mentioned New York by name. Yeah, they're, in the they even movie, went yeah. to Cleveland for some reason. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you did this in New York, and then in Slokovia. Yeah. <laughs> or Sokovia. Well, that's the other thing, too. It's like, I've always been confused by... 
because on the flip side of that, DC has always used like Metropolis and and Gotham and like Star City and Central City and whatever. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like one like out of nowhere, they'd be like, "Oh, we gotta go to Detroit." It's like, wait, why does Detroit exist? <laughs> like, what the hell? Detroit, Detroit exists in both universes. <laughs> why? It's, it's like, an amazing, why, why it's an amazing Detroit place. There, yeah. You know, it should like, not be limited. Like if they did like a RoboCop crossover or something, I get it. But like, it's, right. it's like Detroit. It's like why Detroit? Um, but yeah, I mean overall, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was better than Batman vs Superman. Um, and uh, here's a little nugget that I don't think you know. I went to go see X Men Apocalypse. Nice. Um, and I liked it, but. And here's here's something that I was afraid that might happen with Civil War too. It they and I'm gonna use a wrestling term here, they overbooked it. So what I mean by that is like there was just way too much stuff going on. Right. It's just hard to keep up. There's way too many characters, like I, I like half of them like I don't even know why they're there. It's like who is this person like Psylocke. It's like they like she's just there. And it's mm-hmm. like, well who is she? Why, why is she there? Like what is she doing? Is she hot? Because she's always hot in right. I well, thought, I thought she was hot. It's Olivia Munn, so okay. If you're a fan of Olivia Munn, she's you know that's fair. Yeah, um, but it's like you know, I mean, obviously they give the backstory in Apocalypse, which makes sense. But then like Storm shows up out of nowhere, and it's like I know you know who Storm is from the other movies, but it's just like the, oh, she's just there, and it's like, well, why is she there? Or Angel, he's he's just there, and it's like you're not giving me much of a backstory. You're you're you know. You're telling me all these characters, but, like, why do I care about these characters? Where are they coming from? Like, who are they? Like, I don't know. And then the other issue I kind of had, too, was, and I'm not trying to spoil anything on this, but, like, it just felt like everyone's powers were just too good. So it's like, I don't know what's, how, who's supposed to win? Like, how is anyone supposed to win? Everyone's powers are too good. It was just like, it was just like a stalemate. I was like... I, you can't. Not everyone's powers could be like amazing. Like they, they have to have people that like suck, like right. you know, Hawkeye or something. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It's like they can't all have like these amazing superpowers that like no one can like touch them. You know, it's just I don't know. It seemed a little much. I'll say that. But overall, I thought I thought it was a pretty decent movie. Um, continuing the storyline um, and setting up stuff for the future, I guess. Even though it's the past. Oh, future past. Yeah. That part's still confusing to me. I actually did the math, though, because I was kind of wondering, because I was like, all right, well, yeah, Michael Fassbender playing Magneto, and you have James McAvoy playing uh, uh, Professor X, and it's like, it's this one's supposed to be set in 83. And I was trying to think to myself, all right, so if this is set in 83, and ultimately they end up to what they were in 2000, when the first movie came out, does that worth work mathematically, like for them to age that much to be Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen and it actually does really I actually looked it up like um, so uh, Patrick Stewart was 60 when X-Men came out the first one and James McAvoy right now is 37 or 38 okay so you know be like at 30 years or no we or whatever the, the math yeah. worked out yeah it's close right? it's close yeah. it's close enough because um, I was like, wait, are they gonna? How is this gonna work? But I was like, well, I guess if it's eighty three, that's thirty whatever years ago, or well, twenty or seventeen years from X Men or whatever. But right. yeah, I don't know. It works out. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting movie. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and say like, oh, go out and see it. Like, you have to go see it. And I, 
you know, I was watching it, and it probably would have been pretty cool in 3D. There was a lot of cool stuff that they did that would have really looked cool in 3D. I didn't see it in 3D, but it's like, eh. I mean, it's it's one of those things like you could probably just wait to, wait till it's on HBO or Stars or whatever. Right. Unless you really feel like renting it or something when it comes, or you know, you know, whatever. However you get stuff nowadays when it comes out, you know. I usually wait for it to either be given to me on a thumb drive by a friend or um, <laughs> on like HBO. Mm-hmm. I you can't see it obviously because it's a podcast, but I have two big black binders down there just full of DVDs. Yeah, that I don't even know like what to do with them. I can't tell you the last time I like actively like placed a DVD into a DVD player and watched yeah. the movie. It's a dying yeah. form of media, but yeah, I don't. I actually don't see the point of like paying like eighteen bucks to like keep a movie on my like Comcast. Yeah, that to me that's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I still bu- I still buy Blu-rays just because I feel like Blu-rays for I mean you know they're a disc and then, you know it's it's a dying medium like you say. Um, but I, the picture is just so much better off the Blu-ray than, like, streaming. Like, right. Streaming's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, especially if you have a high enough, like, uh, you know, faster, fast enough internet or whatever. But at the same time, it's just that uh, Blu-ray is just, the picture is better. I think know? Blu-ray would be right. For a movie that I really so. like or want to have, I'll buy yeah. on Blu-ray. And the good thing about those is, like, if you buy the Blu-ray, generally speaking, they come with the DVD and the digital download. So it's like you're getting all of that for the same price. Right. So yeah, so buying it off iTunes or whatever. Like right. the only thing about iTunes is it might come out like a week or two early. But it's like whatever. You know, it's not yeah. that big a deal. I'll still buy, I don't have a Blu-ray player yet, but I'll still buy a DVD of like movies that I like want to have like in a collection. Like, yeah. Like I have all the Quentin Tarantino movies. So like mm-hmm. anytime a Tarantino movie comes out. So like, um, Hateful Eight? Yeah, when that's... Is that on DVD yet? I or? think so. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, so at some point I'll buy that and throw it with all the other ones yeah. just to have them yeah. all together. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, for whatever, I still buy all the Family Guy DVDs for whatever reason. I don't know why, yeah. but they're just a collection. I mean, they're always on TV, but it's like, I like having a collection. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Same thing, I know you don't like the band particularly, but they remastered all the Led Zeppelin albums. And they yeah. come out on like special edition CD, so I've yeah. been buying those just to like have the collection, and then you get the MP3 downloads. Yeah. So what happened with that, by the way, uh, Led Zeppelin? I heard they went to court the other day. Yeah. Apparently, um, <laughs> people are jealous of how awesome Story to Heaven is. It happens like every couple of years, uh, or so. Someone's like, "You ripped that song off from us," but no, I know it happens all the time. But I, I know they actually went to court right. for it, which just, I mean. <sighs> I mean, whatever. I don't like Stairway to Heaven. It's probably one of my least favorite, and favorite's not the right word, Led Zeppelin song. Um, probably my uh, most... I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. What song it's, you like the least? Yes, I guess so. And even like's not the right word either. I don't know. But anyways. Um, but that song's 40-something years old, right? Yeah, 69, I think, 68. Yeah, almost 50 years old. Um, Like, I don't get what, where were these people? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They probably realized how much money it's made, and they're like, wait. Well, I mean, what do you taste? I want a taste of that. Even 30 years ago, you would have known that. Who wants a taste, right? I don't understand. Everyone wants a taste. Like, it's it's one thing with, like, you know, when, uh, what's-his-face, Robin Thicke got sued. Right. Over the Marvin Gaye thing. Or, you know, I know back in the day, like, um, uh, Huey Lewis, like, 
sued Ray Parker Jr. because Ghostbusters was like, I want a new drug. But it was like a year after, a year or two after. It's like, it, when, right. it was when the songs like came out. It wasn't like 45 years later. It's just weird, you know? Yeah, it's very strange to me that it's something that... Yeah. And I just read the headline. Apparently, uh, Jimmy Page cited a Mary Poppins song <laughs> as something that's similar to Stairway to Heaven, just saying that... So now he's saying he ripped off Mary Poppins. No, I think he's saying they ripped off him, but I don't know. I'd have to check the timing on that. 71 is when Stairway came out. I thought Mary Poppins would have been before that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mary Poppins, I think, was like 30. No, it couldn't have been that. No, well... The book was in like the 30s. I don't know when the movie came out. Yeah, I think I don't know. Because sure. what? Because Dick Van Dyke was in that, and, and what's her face, Julie Andrews was in that. So, or no, not was it Julie Andrews or it's Julie no. Andrews? Right? No, or am I thinking the wrong one? She's in. She the was in Sound of Music. Right? Okay. Yeah, who the hell was in Mary Poppins then? Whatever. It must have been at least the 50s. Right. I gotta imagine. Um, but anyways, regardless, it's before Stairway to Heaven came out, so. Oh, he's saying that... Or was he saying they ripped off... He's saying that they were influenced by the song Chim Chim Cheree. Oh. In writing Stairway to Heaven. Okay. Because the band that sued them is claiming that they wrote an instrumental. Right. That... Yeah, yeah, In 1960, or in the 60s, that Led Zeppelin heard and ripped off. I was also reading some article that, like, the... There's a, there's more there's other songs that are very similar, like "Why My Guitar Gently Weeps" apparently is very similar, and there was something else I forget. It was also very similar, and it's Which like yeah, I mean I guess it's similar. I mean right. I I mean the, the, there's a lot of I mean there's only so many chords and notes you can actually play. Right. Like eventually, like everything's gonna get played. There's a th- it's at least a three part documentary on YouTube called "Everything's a Remix." Oh yeah, I think you told me about that. Which is it's worth a watch. I'd have, I've I definitely watched the first one. I don't know if I've ever made it through all three, but um, essentially it traces lots of stuff back to what could be a potential influence or an origin. I mean, you see it all the time. Even, like, Louis C.K. had that feud with um, Dane Cook. So oh, Dane Cook right. ripped off one of his jokes. But right. if you look at the context of jokes in general, I'm sure lots of jokes are very oh, yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, I was... Who the hell was I listening to the other day? Um, oh, who was it? It was some comedian was saying like he had a joke and apparently someone had like a very similar joke and like it became a whole thing and like he had no idea because it was just like why oh i think it was chris hardwick chris hardwick had some joke that he used to tell all the time and then it turned out someone else had a very similar joke so when he did like his tv special like he was like i'm not gonna do that joke right because it's like i don't want to get accused of ripping yeah, off yeah yeah so yeah, was, I mean that that happens. Was the yeah, joke the fact that Chris Hardwick has like a career that's relevant? Was that the joke? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Talking Dead. Yeah, Talking Dead. Um, I mean, he's got that show on H uh, on Comedy Central that I watch every once in a while. Talk at midnight? Soon? No, at midnight. Oh, I've watched at midnight. There's some yeah. funny comedians on there. Yeah, it depends on who's on. Yeah, it's always one of those things where it's like, yeah, if someone I want to watch is on. I'm sure if, if it's just a bunch of goons I've never heard of or. People I don't really care about, like, I'm right. not going to watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, I guess that's just the, the, uh, I mean, that's just media. I mean, that's just entertainment in general. It's like, if something, something works, 
then other people are gonna, you know, kind of right. not rip it off, but be influenced by it. And definitely, like, you know, you know, I mean, where's the line? I guess that's the problem. Where do you draw the line on that stuff? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but it happens all the time. But I mean, regardless, like, I, I'm not a fan of stairway to <laughs> I guess it's, I guess it's the bottom line. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a good song, but as someone that's <laughs> delved pretty deep into the Led Zeppelin catalog, I have multiple other songs that I enjoy equally, if not more. Okay, fair enough. But I mean, it is. Would, what would you? I mean, could that you song. Pick a favorite Led Zeppelin song. If you uh, had to. Probably. It's tough. I feel like I feel like that's a question you ask me, and the answer changes all the time. Yeah, no, I hear you. I do, um, Ramble On might be my favorite Led Zeppelin song. Although I also enjoy a lot, um, Over the Hills and Far Away. And I actually feel like they're, those two in and of themselves are very similar songs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, 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 a, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, you know, Led Zeppelin, whatever, I don't really, I can't, I can't really talk too much about Led Zeppelin, but it's like, certain bands... If you hear one of their songs, you've probably heard of all, like, say, ACDC. Like, yeah, most well, of their songs are pretty much the same. That doesn't make them bad. That's the thing. Like, I've had that conversation with people about Godsmack. I feel yeah. like, I feel like oh, yeah. most Godsmack songs sound the same. You know, but <laughs> if something else sounded like that, I would say that sounds like Godsmack. That's their sound. That's their style. Right. And, you know, I mean, do what works and do, do what gets you where you need to get. It, it's funny when you bring up the Godsmack because, like, if you go back and listen to, like, their first album... They, I think there's like four or five different songs that have him saying "Get away from me" or something along those lines. It's like, wait, what the hell? It's like, keep away. And then there's one called, there's one getaway, like, and there's one like stay away. It's like, wait, okay, so clearly you don't want people near you. You have a thing about your personal space. Yeah, you need your personal space. I get it. Okay. But yeah, I, I remember listening to that album one time, and someone's just like, wait, is this the same song? I'm like, no, it's a different song. Well, why does he keep saying, get away from me, or whatever? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man, it's just, that's just how he, just how he is. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the same sort of thing with the, like ACDC. And, but it's like, then you have like other bands, like Queen. Like, all their stuff sounds like different. Right. Like, there's no like two like Queen songs. It's I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are, but like just in terms of like, Wait, who is this? Wait, this is Queen? Really? It's like, what? Do you know that for years I thought a crazy little thing called Love was an Elvis song? Yeah. No, I I was, I was always thought that too, or right? something. Yeah, something, something not Queen. Yeah, and I was so like, wait, this wait, is Queen? What? Yeah, no. I know, man. It's it's so, it's, you know, I mean, whatever. Say what you want about Queen, but, um, yeah, there's just, there's bands that have their thing and do their thing. Right, and then bands like the Beatles listen to early Beatles versus late Beatles. I mean, oh, total, yeah, total evolution. Oh yeah, totally. And I mean, even like I was listening to a bunch of like Rolling Stone songs the other day too, and their 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 sound was a lot different as the years went by too. I mean, right. some of their eighties stuff, it's just like whoa, this is like so pop. It's like ridiculous, right? Yeah, and it's like it's wow, strange, I don't remember like Rolling Stones ever sounding like this. I mean, probably because it wasn't all that popular as, right. as opposed to their older stuff, but still, it's just it's. You know, I mean, you know, I guess that's the thing with like a Rolling Stones or something. It's like you kind of have to change with the times or else you become irrelevant. Right. Certainly more so 
then than I would say now. I feel like now people... Music's so different now. It's just like you do your thing and like people will find it if they like it. It's not enough. It's not. It's not like it was in the old day where it's like you had to get on the radio. Right. Yeah. Like you pretty much back then you had to sell you, albums. You had to get on the yeah, radio. You needed a song that could be a radio song. Back yeah. Then, so like someone like Red Rolling Stones had to sound poppy right. to stay relevant. They needed they something to play on the radio. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like I mean, my favorite band, Fish, for example, they don't play on the radio. Like they don't write radio relevant songs. Right. No, they I mean, have a couple that have made it through, obviously, and they have they have songs that I feel are radio quality that could be played on the radio that are poppy and friendly enough that it wouldn't be like a weird song to right. mainstream person listening to like a classic rock station. But they don't cater to that audience; they don't need to. And I think no, no. the times have changed that you I don't mean, really need to do that. That's true. I mean, like you know, I mean, I'm not the biggest fish fan in the world. That's not. I'm. That's not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not it's not a Led Zeppelin thing for me. Like I don't mind right. fish. I just don't. I've just never really got totally into them, but it's like I have a few fish songs on my iPod, and Down with Disease came on randomly mm-hmm. the other night. And I was just like, at first, I didn't, it wasn't like, oh, wait, this is fish. I was just like, oh, it was just, it was just kind of going along with right. what I was listening to. It was like kind of fit in. It wasn't like, it's like, oh my God, this is fish. Like, turn it off or whatever, you know? Exactly. It was right. just kind of like, oh, this sounds like a lot of these other songs that I was listening to is just, you know, a random like mix of like, 90s rock or whatever. Yeah, some of their stuff is very, some of their stuff's very like listener friendly in general, and some of their stuff, they've never shied away from doing what they want, you know. So some right. of their stuff is very, it's strange. Some of it's odd. <laughs> yeah. Some of it makes me uncomfortable, and I, and right. So uh, and, very and, deep into that catalog and into that band, and, and I have been. Uh, in, uh, geez, what was it? Three weeks from now? Two weeks? Three weeks? Two weeks? Three. Weeks. So three weeks from now, when they play like a 37 minute like random song that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be like, yeah, well, there's this. Yeah, you guys don't know what you're in for. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, all right. It's either gonna be the best or worst concert experience <laughs> of your life. I can promise yeah. you that. But at least it'll be different. Yes. As opposed to cookie cutter, your ten songs in and out or whatever, like a lot of bands do. I have a feeling, no matter what your familiar, familiar, famil, familiarity, familiar, familiar. What? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or familiarity? Familiarity? That, that doesn't even sound right. Familiar, familiarality. Fam, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do know. Whether or not you're familiar with the band, <laughs> or whether or not you've had any exposure to their music at all, I feel like I feel like a Fish concert is a unique enough experience in and of itself that anybody who goes would be able to take away a moment that they would tell other people about that was enjoyable to them. Yeah, and I hope the same is true for you guys. And actually, when we went to that wrestling event together, I um, the first one, the um, Night, of Night of Champions. Yeah, I personally, I actually was gonna write like a little essay about it, or, like a little blog post, and I never got around to doing it. But I find the wrestling world and the fish world to be very similar. Yeah, I do. They both. I mean, I, I don't. I'm taking word for it now. Right. I'll have a different opinion. No, a few weeks. I can. But. I can go into it a little bit. You know, first of all, they both have a very devout following. They both have a very rabid fan base. Their fans are very passionate, very knowledgeable in both instances. Uh, wrestling fans can recall pay-per-views or events where like something crazy happened or like remember when this happened or whatever, you know, like people talk about like the Montreal screw job, things like that, you know. Yeah. As a wrestling fan, like that's like wrestling lore. And then in the fish world, you know, there's certain nights or certain venues like there's certain venues where they always play really well or certain songs on a certain occasion that were that amazing that people still talk about them 
So, you know, I found both those things to be very similar. Another thing with wrestling that I observe at Fish, you know, like, there's lots of, like, call and response stuff, you know, like, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Like, people know what to say and when to say it. And at a Fish show, like, you know, certain songs, like, you're supposed to clap your hands or, like, there's a response from the audience and things like that. Lots of crazy, wacky t-shirts you can buy. Merchandise is everywhere for both. You know, I just think they're both very fun, very welcoming environments to go sort of watch people in their element. No, and that's very, I mean, that's very true. Um, and yeah, and, and I mean, even more so um, than just fish. Uh, like you're saying, like, you know, with like, there's a lot of call and response. Like, there's certain groups out there too, and I've been to shows and I've, you know, whatever. And it's like, there's certain parts of songs that like, that you, unless you've seen them live or whatever, you wouldn't know that at this point, like the crowd always does something. Exactly. Like right. Pearl Jam Pearl has some songs that. like that. I was that. just gonna say that. Yeah. I remember like going to Kid Rock concert, and this is going back way back in the day. But like, there was a certain line in a certain song that like everyone like would sing along, but like the version on the album was completely different. Strange. And I'm like, why do how do people know this? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Deep in the kid rock, like, I don't even know this. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, there people had probably seen them before, you know, and just in whatever. But it's like, yeah, or like you know, I mean, Metallica is similar to that too. They they have a couple songs where it's like everyone just kind of chants along or something, right. and it's like, unless you'd seen them live, you wouldn't even know that. And that's another band I'd love to see live again. I've only seen them once. You I missed them? them last time they were around, and that was. Seven years ago. They haven't come back. Was that when they played at Gillette with, like, Lincoln Park? No. I saw I saw them the tour, the one they did before that. It was actually with Kid Rock. Surprise. Oh, okay. It was, um... Because, yeah, they did two of those some, summer, San, San, uh, summer, summer sanitarium. Summer sanitarium tour. Yeah, the one I went to, it was, uh... It was Power Man 5000, System of Down, Kid Rock, Corn, Metallica, but there was one they did with Lincoln Park. And it was like Lincoln Park Disturbed, maybe. Yeah, maybe Metallica yeah, and one or two other bands. Yeah, I don't remember. I saw them a number of years ago. I think it were could have been like ninety nine, two thousand ish when they played at Mansfield with Megadeth. Okay. Or is that Dave Mustaine and Megadeth was how they were billed, I believe. Really, or Dave Mustaine with Megadeth or something. That's yeah. weird. But yeah. I saw them. Yeah. I saw them play that, and like Dave Mustaine came out, and they did like some acoustic four horsemen stuff, nice. which was cool. But um... oh, I will say this: going back to that, they did play four horsemen in uh, X Men Apocalypse. I oh, mean, right. they had to, right? But yeah. it was pretty sweet to hear hear. Metallica oh, that's awesome! Yeah, in there. I mean, it makes sense, obviously. But um... and you watched Billions, right? Oh, I haven't. Oh, you haven't yet. No, there's a episode of Billions with Metallica in it. Oh really? <laughs> or like the the main character is a huge Metallica fan, and like he specifically like travels to like go to a Metallica concert, but nice. he's got enough money that he can like get in while they're like rehearsing in the arena before the concert. Yeah, and then like he has like actual FaceTime with the guys. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. speaking of Metallica and movies, though, um, get him to the Greek. No, 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 no. The Jeffrey. Have you ever seen that? Movie? I've seen that movie. Yeah, oh. the Jeffrey. Oh man, I mean. Russell Brand. Ulrich's the bad guy in a movie? Like, why? Why? Russell Brand had sex with Katy Perry. <sighs> I know. That's crazy. I don't... I can't understand that. Dude, I don't... I don't get it either. Because I remember he hosted the... He hosted the VMAs, whatever year it was. Right. And he kept, like, making these jokes 
about Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. And, like, clearly it just, like, I don't know. Clearly just wanted Katy Perry, and then it right. happened. Then like, it happened, yeah. Happened? How, what the fuck? How does and that then, And then happen? he left her. Yeah. What? And then she went with... Was, was she with John Mayer or something? something I feel like, like everyone yeah. was John Mayer. Yeah, I think I slept with John Mayer at one point. <laughs> Listen, I mean, <laughs> if you if you weren't going to fish, you'd probably go sleep with him after Dead and Company, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a little um, a little disappointed. Not disappointed, it's not the right word. I find <laughs> it... It's, it's ironic to me that Dead and Company is here the weekend I'm going to be going to fish. Because yeah. that would have been something I would have liked to have gone to. They played, actually, they played in Worcester on my birthday, back in November. That's right. And I just didn't, no one else was really into going. My One of my coworkers was going with his wife or fiance, but they had, they already bought tickets and there was no way I could have, like, sat with them. And I, I've gone to concerts by myself, I don't have a problem with that, but I just didn't want to, like, go through all the motions of, like, getting out to Worcester to after Worcester, work. Yeah. And going to a concert by myself at that time. Yeah. And I knew they'd be around again. I, I had a feeling that they'd end up, because they did, they did, like, the, the, um, did like Fare Thee Well, which was like their original. They're supposed to play three shows in Chicago with Trey from Fish, and then that was supposed to be like their That's one it. thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh wait, we're also going to play two shows in California," which is fine. They're from California, like they should give some love to right. the area where they started. Yeah. No problem with that. And then after all that was done, they were like, "Some of us kind of still want to do this." So yeah. I think it's Bob Weir and uh, Mickey Hart mm-hmm. are the two that stuck around. They got John Mayer to come in and take Trey's place who was playing Jerry's parts essentially right. Phil Lash said I'm not going to do it and now they're just doing this whole big tour Yeah, which I was happy that they decided to do because I would have definitely gone to see him but of course they're playing when I'm going to be <laughs> at a fish show in Washington State Yeah, and of course next weekend there's that whatever like Boston's best dead cover band is playing in Newton and we're going to be up in Maine it's true just timing's funny you know I'd yeah. rather be busy than not though yeah, yeah. I mean uh... I mean, I know you have a bunch of fish shows coming up, and I'm going with one of you. But we all—I also have three other concerts that I'm going to, and that doesn't even count Pearl Jam. Oh, outside of Pearl Jam, you have three yeah, others. because I'm going to two Pearl Jams, yeah, because I'm going to Hall and Oates. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Trombone Shorty and uh, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, who was in a new car commercial, I believe I saw her recently. That sounds right. Doing yeah. a cover of something. Yeah, it's definitely a cover of song. I forget off the top of my head, but. Cause I was like, wait, is this Sharon Jones? I'm not familiar that familiar with her. Um, Maddie G podcast is the is the one that you're doing a perfect spot for him to say something. I know. Had he been here, or maybe he is here and just not talking. Who knows? You'll never know. Podcast land. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got that on that uh, the the next Saturday after the fish, not the day after, but the next week after. Right. Then I'm going to Guns N' Roses uh, on that Wednesday. Yep. Mitchellette Stadium, the second show that's not anywhere near being sold out. So if you want to go, more tickets available. And then uh, we're on that Saturday, Disturbed, Brig Benjamin, and Halter Bridge, and then another band I forget the name of. Right. So very diverse. Mm-hmm. Very diverse. Yeah, diverse mix right there, yeah. for sure. Um, well, unfortunately, though, what I'm not going to that week, and I kind of wanted to, but... It's just too much. Is the first live SmackDown, yeah, in Worcester, beautiful downtown Worcester, um, and also Raw's at the Dunkin' Donuts Center uh, that Monday. In Providence, so, right? In Providence, which yeah. is where I saw my very first Fish concert. Well, there you Pretty go, full it circle, all, right? Yeah. It all comes full circle. Um, and, uh, and I guess that's a good place to take a little break. 
<laughs> we'll come back and talk about SmackDown and and Raw and all the craziness that's going all on. All things and, to come, yeah. And that. Well, is there any other shows you're going to? I kind of I didn't. Um, other than the fish ones? Going to those and fish then, shows. We're going to the two Pearl Jam shows. Yeah. I think that's it for now. So, um, well, you're going to Disturb to us, right? And Disturb, yeah, yeah. I'll be at the Disturb concert. Um, maybe Guns N' Roses? We'll see. That's a busy week for me. You know, I'll come I back mean, from Fish yeah. and going to the Red Sox San Francisco a, Giants game. Get a Pep Rock, but Pep is Brock it night? Be, I don't know. Dude, uh, I don't know. Concussions are weird, man. Yeah. They suck. Yeah, I don't know if it's a concussion or if it's his performance or I what? mean that was I mean he wasn't playing very well but then he's supposed he got a concussion and then I hope it's I don't know I hope it's because he's not playing well and not because he's suffering from a concussion well so. I mean I'd hope so too but maybe but yeah, they're tough I don't know yeah but yeah I think that's it but um you know I'll definitely go to more as things come up that I'm interested in yeah I mean well the I know we haven't talked about this, and I'm guessing we're not going to do it. There's a chance I might see some uh, naked women in Portland on <laughs> yes. Friday night. Some bare naked ladies. Some bare naked ladies, yeah. Some yeah, Chinese, it's funny. Some Chinese chicken, maybe. I, I was, I was kind of scrolling through their like discography or whatever. They have a lot more songs I know that I didn't realize. Oh, I'm sure. Like there's, there's a the bunch of songs me, yeah. I know, and I'm like, whoa, I know this song. Like I didn't. Not that, not that I didn't realize they sang it, but I just kind of forgot about that song because it's right. been 20 years since I heard it or whatever. But yeah, I mean, if we end up going to that, it could be cool. Mm-hmm. We also could just like, like sit at the bar, like couple couple doors over, and it's probably right. still here. It's so. probably still here. Yeah. But all right. Anyways, uh, take a little break, and also we'll tease this. Uh, I got another box, and I'm excited about this one. Oh, but I'll explain when we get back. All right. Talk to you soon. <laughs> like a character from Game of Thrones is back. Spoilers, if you don't want to know. But the Hound. The Hound is back. Um, and, and I'll say this. And I'm talking about last episode. Not mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Sandor Clergane was back. Mm-hmm. Last episode, the Hound was back. Right. Um, he was just cutting people's heads off and whatever the fuck. Yep. And also, the Mountain. Just cutting people's heads off or whatever. Right. Yeah. Smashing people's heads in. I mean, I gotta imagine, I mean, and I might again use wrestling terms in this, and I don't know exactly what I'm meaning in this by this, but ultimately, I mean, that they're setting that up for WrestleMania, right? The Hound yeah, versus the Mountain at yeah. some point. I mean, the, I've heard different theories on that. Right. The, although, internet, the internet calls it Clegane Bowl. The claim Clegane Bowl. Yeah. Um, I've heard, I've heard a couple theories, although that was before last week's episode. Yeah. Because a lot of people were saying, oh, well, Cersei's going to use the mountain as her, whatever they call the... the, the, the her champion, champion in the trial-like combat. And yeah. then the hound's going to show up, and then they use right. him. Which they, they, I Which thought they were setting that up they when they killed the church folk. Still might do. They could, yeah. Ultimately, but mm-hmm. they kind of were like, no, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, 
I mean, in terms of wrestling, like how many times have they said something's not going to happen? Then that happens, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to come straight up compare Game of Thrones to wrestling, but it kind of similar. It makes sense to relate things to things you're familiar with. I mean, because the other thing too is like, I mean, in in I guess WrestleMania, when I say that, would be like the finale, like or the the end, the last season or whatever, like ultimate thing. Because I don't think they're going to do it this season, obviously, um, for that. Um, and also, the other thing is, like, Jon Snow versus the Night King. It's got to happen at some point after they tease that last season. Right. But instead, we're getting the snowball tonight. Yeah, yeah. The, or the, the, the Battle of the Bastards, I believe, yeah, is as yeah. the episode is called. Um, yeah, the internet... But that's almost like a SummerSlam match. It's yeah, like, yeah right, exactly. SummerSlam, whatever. Yeah, the internet called that the... Uh, the... The Bastard Bowl. There's the Bastard Bowl, in but the, that's actually in the, the name of Bowl. that's actually the name of the the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, it's the name of the episode. Yeah, yep. so clearly that's happening, and that's I mean that's going to be uh, I don't know. I mean, like I mean, like in seasons past, I think episode nine generally is when crazy shit goes down. Yeah, that's usually and then episode crazy ten happens. they kind of like wrap everything up and usually throw in a twist. Gives you a little a little a little uh, tickle of the pickle for next season. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got two more episodes left. We got to figure out how we're gonna watch it next week. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just I could just bring my computer and watch it on that or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the internet up there is not amazing. It's like DSL, so yeah. Faster to more of the world, right? DSL. Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that their thing? Yeah. Oh no, but it's DHL. I'm DHL, sorry. but still, like DSL is it's not amazing. Does it, but it can work. does it buffer? Like, if we press play and then pause it for, like, 25 minutes, would it buffer? Yeah, I mean, I think we can do that, but I think that's one of those things where, like, you can't watch it as it's on. That's fine. Or whatever. I don't know if you can do that with HBO. I think with HBO. I think you can do it with HBO now. You can. But HBO I don't know what Go, HBO Go. I think HBO Go, it needs to fall into the archives. Yeah. I don't, so, whatever. But, regardless. <laughs> I mean. We'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Not yeah. worried about it. Um. I mean, worst comes to worst, I'm not working on Monday, you're not working on Monday, right. Right, as long as we stay off the internet. Yeah. Um, so, were you happy to see the Hound return? Oh yeah, I was, I was excited. And, and, well, I mean, you know, obviously I knew eventually he was going to hound up. I mean, the first episode he's kind of like, yeah, I got beat up by a woman, I kind of suck, I'm with these like, church people, mm-hmm. like I don't know what I'm doing. And then they all get killed, and he's like, alright, fuck this, I'm killing everyone. Yeah. But I liked the way they did that in that episode, where it's like they did it before even the the, the opening credits. So it was like the second time they've ever done that. Yeah, because the other time was when the they very did the, first episode. Or maybe oh, they've done it a couple times. But. Oh, that's right. Well, I was trying. I think they. I was trying to remember if they did it when they did the flashback, but maybe not. Yeah. When they did that episode with the. Uh, oh, with Cersei. Cersei flashback to Maggie the Frog. I yeah. Can't remember if that was. I don't before the credits or not. There. But like, yeah, it's not something they normally do. Right. It's not like you know. All those other shows that do that all the time. And Ian like McShay? Walking Dead. Well, Ian McShay, yeah. Awesome. Which, by the way, I've heard they're doing... They're going to finally do a Deadwood movie, maybe? I don't Ooh, know. Okay. Did, you, did you watch Deadwood? Most of it. I need to... I would definitely rewatch it. Oh, yeah. It. I mean, yeah. it's been yeah. however long. I mean, and that, I mean that, that kind of sucked the way that ended up, that whole thing. Because they signed on for five seasons. They did three. And there was like a falling out between HBO and David Milch. And then they were going to do movies, and then that didn't happen. But ultimately, supposedly, they're going to at least do one. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. um, and I'm hoping everyone's back. Um, but, who knows. But, obviously, as long as, like, Ian McShane and uh, and uh, 
Timothy Oliphant are back, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's all you can really... Really all yeah. you need. Yeah, they'll be okay. I mean, if you get the... the uh, if you get the brother from Eastbound and down back, that's fine. But like, right. I don't know if you need him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. And also, Braun returned finally. Yep. He hadn't been on the season at he hadn't all, been no. all season, and then he showed up, um, not last episode, but the episode before, right. uh, helping Jamie uh, take, was that River Run? River Run? Yeah, River Run. Uh, from the, what's his name? The Blackfish? The Blackfish, yes. Like, Brendan is his actual name? The Blackfish, Brendan, Brendan yeah. Tully. But then Brand disappeared. I don't know what he's doing anymore. Yeah, I... I Whatever. Like half okay with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not. It's like, yeah, remember when he wasn't in all of last season? It's like, yeah, it was all right. Um, oh, so real quick, speaking of brand, I'm rereading the first book. Oh, yeah? On my Kindle. And since I'm a nerd. <laughs> nerd this actually, alert. This is actually the second time I've reread the first book, I've realized. The first time I really read it, I, um, I made it a point to go through and highlight like chapters of foreshadowing. Okay. So in rereading again, I'm like seeing all the stuff that I highlighted the first time, <laughs> but I'm also coming across stuff that I forgot about. Stuff I forgot about, and also highlight? stuff that wasn't relevant at the time. Oh. But I came across this the other yesterday or Friday. It was on my way home from work. It's the end of a brand chapter. It was right after. Um, it was the brand chapter where Rob leaves Winterfell with all the men that came to pledge their banners to the Stark cause as they decided to move south to free Ned. This is Tony Stark, right? Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they saw the Iron Man suit, they're like, we're on board. Like, we'll, come on, we'll, man, we'll, like, we'll we don't, we don't understand this, like, but that, I mean, but Iron I, Man suit I don't understand dragons. it, but I respect it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, if something's gonna fight dragons, it's gonna be that. Yep, exactly, and they, <laughs> no one knows. Tywin Lannis has no idea what's coming his way. Yeah, yeah. This alternate universe is gonna be one where the Starks come out on top. Dude, imagine they did a crossover. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe Tony Stark is the descendant of Ned Stark. He might be. Well, I don't know. Is it? I mean, in some ways, they never really explained this whole thing. Like, is this one of those things like Star Wars, where like this is actually in the future? So there's like as opposed to the Star Wars, it was actually in the past. Not to get too off track here, (laughs) but there's a guy on the internet. I forget his name. I'll I'll get it for at least the next podcast. Who does? uh, He does YouTube videos where he analyzes Game of Thrones. Okay. In his theory on... It's not Gay of Thrones, is it? It's not that. No, no I don't know what that is. But... That's, it's a funnier die thing. I always oh, see oh, it gotcha, on their yeah. feed. No, yeah, no, it's not like, like... What the hell is this? It's like an actual thing. And okay. his his theory on the Game of Thrones universe is that it is actually Earth in the future. It's a post-apocalyptic Earth. See, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Stuff like, has reset, essentially. Yeah. And people, humanity is sort of I mean, it's kind of Mad Max-ish in that yeah, sense. Yeah, that's, that's, that, right? that's this guy's theory. Yeah, I mean, right? except... You know, at least in Mad Max, they still have, like, cars and stuff. Right. In Reddit, there's a pretty strong divide. There's some people that really dig what this guy has to say. Other people think he's an idiot. <laughs> Other enough. people respect... Wait, the internet has differing opinions? Strange, right? That's yeah, weird, and man. people are, like, very harsh about them. Like, who <laughs> knew, right? Certain people don't agree with what he says at all, but they respect okay. the research and analysis he put yeah. into making his point. Other people are just like, you're a fucker. Exactly, right, yeah. Fuck you, George R. R. Martin doesn't go, like you, right? Go kill yourself. Like, what, why? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why right. the hatred? The yeah, there's so much hatred. But anyway, so at the end of this chapter, everybody was at Winterfell, sort of massing their army, and they left. And Bran rode out with them, and then they, they got too far away, and he came back to Winterfell. Right. And he's sort of despondent and sad that he couldn't go, as reflecting on his current situation. Mm-hmm. But he also notices how, like, strange Winterfell seems now that it's so empty. In the last two sentences of that chapter, 
Bran looked around at the faces of those who remained, women and children and old men, and Hodor. The huge stable boy had a lost and frightened look to his face. Hodor? He said sadly. Hodor, Bran agreed, wondering what it meant. Ooh, interesting. <sighs> 1996 wow. is when he wrote that. Yeah. And in 2016, we find out what it means. And he didn't even write it. Well, he, I mean, I'm sure he had... I'm right. sure he was involved. Like, yeah. I can't imagine no, I saying, they yeah. do something like that so, like... Right. Without, you know, at least getting his input. Yeah. Which might ruin the books, but it's like, you can't just throw that out there. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I thought that was... Every now and then I'll read something, I'm like, whoa, yeah. that kind of gives me the chills. So I read that and I was like, wow, this is... That's crazy that that's foreshadowed sort of... Yeah. All the way back then. Um, and speaking of Hodor, I mean, I know we talked about this on the last, the, the crazy Memorial Day episode. Um, but, um, you know, I guess we should probably talk about other people that have passed away recently. Um, mm-hmm. Not to bring, it, not to bring the podcast too far down. I mean, and what happened in Orlando last week was awful. And not three things in a row. Yeah, from... From no no relevance in the news to three very sad stories, the, like, days apart. The girl from The Voice, I, I'm forgetting her name off the top of my head. Christina Grilly or Grimmy? Yeah. Grimmy, I think? Yeah, it's Grimmy. She gets shot and killed at, like, a... An autograph after a concert, yeah. Yeah. Like, she did a concert, and the other band was playing, and she was, like, signing autographs, and some guy just walked up and shot her. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, what happened the next night in or- at the... the, the the, um, the Pulse nightclub. Pulse, yeah. yes. Thank you. Um, nightclub, that whole thing is just ridiculous. Um, and then, what was it? Two days after that, the, the gator... Snatched the kid. Snatched yeah. the kid. So, I mean, obviously, you know, sorry to all the families that, you know, lost people and friends and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, that's crazy. But prior to that... Um, uh, last, what was it, two weeks ago? Muhammad yeah, Ali? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. Muhammad Ali passed away. And then, even more recent than that, Gordy Howe passed away. Yeah. And they kind of are very similar in the sense that they kind of set their... Like, they kind of set the... Like, the... the You know, the... the I, don't, I'm, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but they set the standard? Yeah. Or they set the, like... The threshold of like what they were in their sports. Right. I mean, obviously, I don't know. Muhammad Ali said he was the greatest. Is he still? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's arguable, very, very much so. I mean, if Tyson hadn't have, you know, that whole thing, Running maybe Tyson would have. But you know, at the same time, Muhammad Ali got suspended for not going to Vietnam and that whole thing. Right. So who knows? But you know, and Gordy Howe, obviously, there's Wayne Gretzky and. Whatever people argue back and forth on that. I mean, for us, like, for me, it's Tyson and Gretzky, but that's because Muhammad Ali and Gory Howe, their careers were over before. Before you got to do it, yeah. born. So, like, for me, like Muhammad Ali, you know, I know who Muhammad Ali is, but like my first memories of Muhammad Ali were like him at WrestleMania when I was like three. Right. And at that point, like. In my mind, like Mr. T was the better boxer, just yep. because I'd seen Rocky three. You know? Exactly, yep. I was like, I, I didn't know Muhammad Ali's like, like you know what he had done or whatever. And like with Gordy Howe, it's like, yeah, I mean, played until he's fifty one. Right, which his is last. Crazy. I was looking at his last season. It was with Hartford when they moved over from the WHA to the NHL, and he played with his sons or whatever. He played every game. 
Did he really? The season. He I played didn't know all that. 80 games. He had decent, you know, numbers. Right. I mean, maybe not for the time period, but like if you look for at those, a fifty-one year old, for a fifty-one year old, if you looked at those numbers today, you'd be like, oh, that was a good season. Mm-hmm. For today's standards, I mean, maybe not then, but when Gretzky was putting up ridiculous numbers, um, or whatever. But you know, so it's hard for me to sit here and be like, oh yeah, Gordy Howe and Muhammad Ali were the greatest when. All I have, all I have, all I really have is like random clips of them and like numbers. Right. Like I didn't watch them in their primes, so it's tough to be like, oh, you know. I just for me, I don't know. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously here in Boston, everyone loves Bobby Orr, but for me, like, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna say like who's the best defenseman on for the Bruins in my lifetime, it's Ray Bork. But, I mean, everyone's like, oh, Bobby Orr was, like, one of the greatest of all time. If he hadn't got injured, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can't argue for that or against that. Like, I don't know. Same thing with, like, Bill Russell versus Larry Bird. Right. I'm going to sit here and tell you Larry Bird's the best Celtic, yeah. greatest Celtic. But I didn't never saw Bill Russell play, you know? So, it's right. just generational things. Yeah. But, same then, time. But that's a better analysis. I mean, I listen to a lot of sports radio and people, oh, like... Bill Russell, blah, 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 because of the era, like, he wouldn't stack up in modern era, but you have to take it for what it was at yeah. the time it was happening. Right, right. I mean, because, like, I mean, as we sit now, um, Game 7, tonight, Warriors, Cavs, right, yeah. Game 7 in, in Golden State, the Cavs, I mean, well, obviously LeBron James, a lot of people will say, well, if he'd been you know, playing back then, he'd be the greatest player of all, or whatever, who, who knows? Right. But, like, well, same time, Golden State, they're the greatest team of all time, supposedly. Right. Based off their regular season record. But it's like, I don't know. They haven't really shown that much in the playoffs. No. Um, you know, they haven't dominated the playoffs like, say, the 96 Bulls or the 86 Celtics did. Exactly. Um, so to argue that they're the greatest team. I mean, and especially if they lose tonight, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that... Not to bring it, not to bring up bad memories, but like obviously, like you go look back at the 08 or the 07 Patriots, right? Like if they had won the Super Bowl, they would have been the greatest team of all time. Right? They lost the Super Bowl, so where does that put them? I don't know. Actually, well, you gotta I'm win. Not, I'm not you familiar with what you're talking about. <laughs> didn't yeah, play, I didn't think they played the Super Bowl. Remember the yeah. Patriots? Uh, Wasn't there a thing like they actually like weren't able to play the game or something? Like it, it just never happened. I mean, maybe that's <laughs> how you want to remember it. Unfortunately. Uh, actually not the case um but you know it's it's another thing it's another one of those things where you know and it might happen tonight with golden state it's like did you need to go 73 and 9 right could you gone 68 and and 14 and then won the championship rest up won the championship and then you know did the patriots need to go 16 and 0 could they have gone 15 and 1 and won the super bowl like you know i don't know like you never know but like no that was an act of god um but yeah, I mean that's, I mean it is what it is. Like, oh, I mean you, if you, if you actually look, the greatest, I think the 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 Celtics, their best regular season, I think they won sixty seven or sixty eight games. I can't remember, but it was like nineteen seventy three. They didn't win the championship that year, so people never talk about that team, even though they had the most regular season wins in Celtics history. If that wasn't a Red Sox team, we would celebrate the, like, 33-year <laughs> anniversary of them. <laughs> yes. Listen, man, I don't know. I mean, it was 30 years ago, 86. I mean, they won the 
American League, so that's right. something, I guess. I guess it's something, I don't know. Did you happen to catch the 86 Celtics special on You know, CSN actually, yet? I didn't. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. yet. Um, or CSNNE, I'm sorry, I also, guys. I also haven't watched the OJ thing. People, I've heard, I don't know. I mean, on I the watched r- the OJ, the show. The show, right, yeah. The FX show. Not the but 30 I for the 30, 30. That's 30. actually like a... Whatever you want. It's not 30. It's, it's, like, it's definitely not 30. It's long. Point, no. Yeah, get, you know, before we before we go too far into anything else, I just want to... A little bit of call-out corner again on ESPN. Okay. Like, okay, so there's these soccer tournaments going on right now. There's the Copa America, which United States is in the semifinals. Ooh, and then there's the... USA. The Euro Trash one or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. But ESPN, because they have the the TV rights, the Eurotrash one, will have you like think if you're lucky looking on their website that that's the only thing going on. Meanwhile, Copa America, which the United States is in, that I was the only thing I really give a shit about. Right. Um, it's on FX or Fox or yep. Fox Sports or whatever. So like ESPN doesn't really you know yeah okay that happened whatever blah blah. blah. Um, yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, if you're going to try to make me care about soccer, like, at least give me the one thing I would actually yeah. give a shit about. Right, yeah. Support and, your own people. You know, I mean, maybe that's my fault. And I thought about this today. Maybe that's my fault for thinking that ESPN is still the standard for news, sports news. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Like, I'm just used to that mindset, and I guess there's no reason for that anymore. They're, it's, they've, they're, I mean, it, first of all, there's other places where you can get your yeah. sports news to start, but also just their coverage. I feel like they jumped the shark years ago. I I, be, I used to be a devout sports center guy twice yeah, a day if yeah. possible, you know, morning and night, and I just, I find sports center very unwatchable now. It's, oh, I yeah. feel like there's like, I feel like it's like five games that we'll cover now instead of all yeah. the games, or oh, as yeah. many of the games as I can. They, they, I mean... There's too much... Thank God for Barry Melrose, or I don't think they'd even have hockey coverage, that, period. That is true. But even that, that hockey coverage is like joke coverage, but it's like, like. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but why Why would you go to ESPN for hockey coverage? They don't actually cover hockey. Right. Why would you just go to NHL.com? Exactly. Or NHL Network. Right. Or Watch. NBC Sports that actually has coverage. Like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, that, that's my fault. Happening. That's my fault for getting that, like, like, that ESPN is not... Like they're they're catering to what they have, mm-hmm. so I mean yeah NBA they're big on the NBA that makes sense it's the finals I get that yeah but if you're the worldwide leader in sports you should be presenting all sports yeah I mean you definitely should but yeah I mean I I don't know but I get I mean you know that again that's my fault for not adapting to what the world is now and right. ESPN's not what it used to be at all but I, yeah but the problem. But at the same time, like, I play fantasy baseball on CBS Sports. Right. And you can tell they sort of line up at their banner based on what people they feel are looking for. So, yes. you know, during football season, like, it's NFL. And then, right. you know, if it's the end of football, at the end of baseball season, it's like NFL, MLB. You know, and then they'll go down the line and then, like, football's over. So, I think baseball might be first and then basketball second. Yeah. And then NFL's third, then NHL's fourth. And you're like, Whereas well, opposed to if you go to ESPN, it'll be like, English Premier League. It's like, fuck you, I don't care about the English Premier League. Right. It's like, I want to see what happened in, like, the Baltimore game last night. Exactly, right, yeah. Baltimore-Toronto. You're, Toronto, you're telling me the English yeah. Premier League that, like, I don't give two fucks about. Right. And But but you have the coverage of it, or whatever. Or what? I don't even know if they have the coverage of it. You, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Um, no, give me give me Josh Donaldson highlights, not... not <laughs> Not Bundesliga highlights. I don't yeah. care. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. But, um, I guess, uh, moving on, um, because, um, we got, we're about, well, we can actually start it if you want. The pre-show for Money in the Bank mm-hmm. is uh, about, is kicked, it's actually already kicked off. Uh, we're kind of watching the end of this, this US crazy Open U.S. Open. That, I mean, I guess it's interesting. I don't know. I don't really follow golf that much. But, I don't either. I find the coverage to be, for something that, you know, it's not that, if I'm not interested in it, it's not popular. I realize it's very popular. The coverage, the television coverage of golf is <laughs> insane. Yeah, the, the amount of cameras they have, the analysis they do, the way they can track the swings they have. There's microphones inside the holes. They're saying, yeah, so they can pick up like what they're saying as they're like lining up putts near near the hole. Yeah, it just I mean they get three guys calling uh, doing analysis. It's just the coverage is uh, unbelievable. I mean, for what Fox paid to have this, because all of a sudden it was like, wait, Fox has golf. Right, because they yeah, never usually, had I feel like it's usually until what? a couple years ago. It's usually what NBC, I feel like NBC or CBS, I yeah. think, um, are usually the golf the golf gurus. Um, but yeah, Fox picked up w- the U.S. Open. NBC. Fox picked up the U.S. Open. I want to say this is the third year now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people gave them shit the first year. Second year, I was like, kind of like, yeah, they kind of are at least a little better about it. Well, it's a learning process. This year, I haven't really like, heard when they had hockey people. with the glowing puck. <laughs> you know, they're trying to make <laughs> stuff for yeah. people that yeah. they want to see. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, Money in the Bank. You excited for Money in the Bank? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Are excited you? for the actual yeah. match itself. The Money in the Bank match? Yes. Yeah, I think the Money in the Bank match is going to be the highlight of the show. Um, I mean, I guess we're, we're finally getting to see Seth Rollins versus Idiot Face. Uh, I guess yeah. that's something. That, I mean, they, they could have a decent match, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I feel like... He hasn't really wrestled since he came back, has he? No, he hasn't. Well, I think he's done a couple house shows, but he hasn't done anything on TV. So it'll be interesting to see, like, how he'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's it's a big card. There's ten matches, which mm-hmm. is crazy. They just added two more for no reason on the kickoff show the other day. Which match are you least excited for? <laughs> I mean... Wow. Uh, I don't... I don't really know why I'm supposed to care about Sheamus and and Apollo Crews right now. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess they're just like I do. need to throw give Apollo Crews someone that actually is relevant, right? As a match. Um, I mean, the kickoff matches that they just added are just like whatever, but it's here the kickoff matches, so mm-hmm. who really cares? Um, they'll be fine for kickoff matches. Uh, Titus O'Neil, I just don't. I don't see how he's gonna do anything against Rusev. Yeah, I also don't um, really care. And also the women's match, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, what what did you do? Right. Two months ago, you had, or three months ago, or whatever, WrestleMania, you had a really good triple threat match. Mm-hmm. And now we're, you got Dana Brooks and Natalie yeah. in a tag match right. with two of them. Yeah. And Sasha Banks is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And Paige beat Charlotte but apparently it doesn't mean anything right like, yeah I, just, I don't understand I don't know how they butchered that one yeah um, the women's movement is over right <laughs> apparently I don't know no offense women we still love you I no, just feel I, like you're I not getting the proper I, coverage I don't understand what happened um, uh, alright so uh, let's just dive into it I mean um, I, this is the last pay-per-view before they do the split right whatever that means there's still, I still we don't we still don't know much about it. I mean, I know they're live first live SmackDowns on 
um, the 19th of July in Worcester, down, beautiful downtown Worcester at the DCU Center. The home of... Uh, um, the home of the new whatever the fuck they are. And they one, give him a name? And one Damien Sandow, right? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. He will not be there. <laughs> um, no, they have a new hockey team now because the Worcester oh, Sharks... the Sharks moved. left, right? Speaking of that, the Penguins beat the Sharks. I don't know if we talked about that or need to talk about that. Yeah, I sort of forgot that yeah, hockey was on after the first round. Uh, <laughs> but, um... Them uh, Schittsburg Penguins beat the Sand Sharks or whatever. Yeah, the, sand, you know. the Sharks? Sharks? The Sharks? The Sand Sharks? San Jose Sharks, yeah. The San, San Jose Sharks? Yeah. Um, Jose's, Jose's <laughs> Sandy Sharks or something? Yeah. But yeah, so then they're going to do the brand extension or whatever they're calling it. But we don't know the, who's going to be the GM of SmackDown yet. They've been teasing that with Kane and... Teddy Long and whatever. Yeah, I saw Teddy Long showed up, and then <laughs> Stephanie was really mean to him. I actually yeah. sort of felt bad for him. And then stole, her, stole his match idea for the yeah. Fatal 4-Way tag match. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was thinking about, uh, and I don't know, I guess at this point, let's, we're, we've been talking forever now, but I was thinking about doing a mocked draft, because that's a thing. Um, but whatever, I don't even know how we do that. Um but yeah, they're going to do the draft, and apparently, I've been hearing a lot of rumors, but no one seems to know exactly what's going to happen. Um, like, one rumor that's going around, and take this with a grain of salt, Jerry Lawler apparently said this to a fan at some autograph signing, that going forward, they're going to have two pay-per-views a month, one Ooh. for Raw and one for SmackDown. Other than the months where they have like SummerSlam or WrestleMania, right. like they used to sort of do... Um, back when they first did this, which, on the one hand, I feel like that might be overkill, but on the other hand, it's not like it was ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it because you pay ninety nine nine ninety nine for the network. You get as many things yeah. as you want, and they're always looking for content to put on the network to get people to subscribe. Right. So it makes sense. I mean, I guess the offset of that is like, is it worth it to have your crews? At like what normally would just be a house show or whatever, right? Um, to you know broadcast live, yep. And is the payoff worth the risk or worth the cost? And you can say the same thing about SmackDown. Like them going live on Tuesdays is going to be more expensive than them having a tape show on Thursday, right? And ultimately, like, is it going to be worth it? Who knows? Last time it wasn't, but now that they have the network, it's kind of different. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I, I worry that about Overkill. Well, you're more of a devout fan than I'm more of a casual observer. That's true. And but I, mean, I do I do wonder like would you be well, would here's you be content thing. watching Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Like well, that, two that's, out of the four weeks a Yeah, month? I mean that's the thing though. And like the the Tuesday thing kind of annoys me because I kind of like Thursday night SmackDown. Breaks up the week a little bit. Yeah, but it also eliminates your um, Thursday night football. But that's the thing. There's Thursday yeah. night football. Yeah. So I feel like they're they're doing that towards yeah. that. So that Jaguars Titans game. Well, that's true. in October. You're not gonna have to worry about not watching it. I know, right? Um, but here's the thing, and and this is one of the things that I think they tried to do, and it was their theory last time around. This time around, it's obviously different because of the network. But you think back in the 90s, late 90s, you had, WWE had a pay-per-view one week. Mm -hmm. Next week it was WCW. Then every other month you had ECW. There was pay-per-views almost every Sunday between those three on top of, you know, three hours of Nitro or two hours of Nitro and two hours of Raw and then two hours of Thunder and two hours of 
like just in terms of wrestling. And it's then one thirty in the morning on the Spanish Channel. Yes. Get some of that ECW. Yeah, and then they had the the show on the new TNN or the TNN or whatever it was right. at, that, at that point. But it's like, so content wise, in terms of just straight up wrestling, it's not any more than it was. So like, as far as me like watching everything, like, it's not, it's less. Right. But at the same time, it's like, well, that's that was three different companies. Mm-hmm. This is just one company. Right. It's like that you're overkilling your own product if you don't make it different enough. Right. Yeah, so I feel like if they make it different enough, it could work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's one of the things with NXT that I feel like NXT is different. Like they just had a show last, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, and it was a really good show. But it was very different than anything that WWE is going to do, whether that be Raw or SmackDown. But I feel like you need to differentiate Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. enough, which they tried to do initially when they did the brand split fifteen years ago. But then ultimately, they kind of just everyone got lazy, and it all just kind of came together as the same same thing. Um, what if they did the same exact storylines on both shows, but with the talent they had on each roster? We'll see. Yeah, would I, you find that interesting to no. like see the different takes on it, or would you I, be like, no, I this think just isn't even any just, effort at all. Yeah, I think I feel like that would be lazy. No, I feel like they gotta have different vibes to each show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But with with that all said, would um, they do? I know we need to wrap up, but like, would they do? Would they do a thing where like, like, let's say Owens and Zayn get separated? Well, see, that's one of the things I don't know. Will they do a thing where like Owens shows up on SmackDown and like costs Sami Zayn a match and then disappears? Yeah, see, because I feel like you have to have the crossover at least at like the, you do at the big pay per view. Like, right? I, you definitely need to do that. At some point, but I feel like if you do that too much, you just—it's just like, what's the point? Right. You know? Yeah, it's, Cause, a, it's gonna be a fine line. And 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 with all that said, I, I'm hearing rumors left and right um, that um, they're reaching out to a lot of the older guys that aren't around right now, like a Kurt Angle, or um, I know Rey Mysterio is in Lucha Underground, but apparently they've reached out to him and a few other guys like that. They just to, to get back. names. Interesting. So that like each show is going to have some names. Now, I don't know necessarily you need to have those guys on all the time, but like if you have them pop up now and again, mm-hmm. it, it's fine. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'd like to see them build more new stars right. than bring in old stars. They have enough talent to um, do that. Yeah, I feel like here. they do. Um, I guess the issue is, though, like they're obviously going to have to push SmackDown being live and then whatever and obviously whatever you're losing on Raw that are on SmackDown you have to fill those with something right um so just get people watching maybe bring in some guys and then maybe they'll discover other I don't know who knows um but yeah um it'll be interesting to see because I I mean we're sitting here we did we talked about this briefly like three weeks ago and I feel like we don't know anything new yeah just speculation and rumors so but by the time we do our next podcast probably we'll know because by sure. next next pay per view battlegrounds or whatever that is, they'll everything will be everything done, will have already been done. Mm-hmm. So we'll know. But I feel like no one seems to know much now. What are they going to do with the belts? Like are they going to be two well, sets that's the other of tag thing. belts? Yeah. Or? That, I mean, no one seems to know what they're going to do with that. But right. it's like I don't know how you can have two shows and not have unless like you had all the tag teams on one show, right? 
But then, what are you not going to have tag team matches on their show? I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that's maybe that's maybe, what maybe that's what, what you got to do. Maybe that's yeah. that's different. It's something different. So right. Um, but then, like, do you have you bring back the world title? Do you have two main titles again? And I don't know. A lot of people. It's there's a big debate on that one way or the other. But it's like you can't have a separate show, completely separate, and not have a champion. What's the what are they fighting for? Yeah, you know what I mean. Right? Yeah, it's like you got to fight for something, and it's like I'm sorry, but like if the U.S. title is the main title on SmackDown, like that just doesn't seem. No, I'm not going to watch SmackDown ever. It doesn't. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Like you have like the Intercontinental on one, and the U.S. on one, but it's like that can't be the main title of the show. Right. You have to have some main title, but then it's like, well, then what? Mm-hmm. Then you have two champions again. It's like you're diluting the product again. I don't, I don't know, but. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what all happens when that goes down. What if the champion's a floater? Well, they tried that initially, and it kind of worked. But at the same time, then it was like, well, then why is he on SmackDown if he's feuding with the guy in Raw? Right. Or like, you know, you're you're gonna burn out that guy. Mm. You know. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll, find out. we'll see. All right. So I guess we'll. We can break. Or do you want to keep going? No, I was going to keep going. I was going to say... Uh, oh, yeah. Let's keep we'll, going. We'll uh, do our predictions. But first, I got a box. Oh. Um, now, I'm a little excited about this one. This is the, um, this is the uh, May Pro Wrestling Crate. Um, the sticker um, has a picture. It's green, green circle. It says May 2016. In the middle, it has a circular saw. And it says, Bone Saw is Ready. Oh. And then underneath says movies. Now that is clearly um, not a bone saw, first of all. Right. But whatever, it's a saw. Um, I mean, the saw and saw was a circular saw in the poster, but then in the movie it was a just a, a regular saw. So saw saw seesaw. Um, bone saw is ready. Is obviously um, a reference to uh, Macho Man Randy Savage's character in the original Spider Man movie that came out in. Right. 2002? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where he paid, played Bone Saw McGraw mm-hmm. and uh, was the wrestling champion and then the uh, Spider-Man came. Yeah, a, young, a young Tobey Maguire. Well, or he, Peter Parker. He was sort of young. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, Peter Parker was the character he was playing. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I'm excited about this. Movies? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like there could be some cool stuff. I'm actually going to actually post pictures this time. I know I haven't done that the last couple times. I forgot. But I will post the pictures on the blog, uh, ggboom.blogspot.com. So I have to take the pictures. Okay. Which I forgot to do. And I consolidated all the boxes, so then I was like, oh, shit, I never took pictures. But, uh, yeah, so there could be some good stuff in there, because I, well, pretty sure, I don't know if you were there for that, on one of the episodes, I want to say it was like a year or so ago, one of the topics we talked about was pro wrestlers in movies I'm pretty sure we came down to our top ones were Roddy Piper and They Live yep. Princess Bride in I mean uh, Andrew the Giant and Princess Bride and then Hulk Hogan and Rocky 3 oh you went Rocky 3 not um, well, Mr. Uh, Danny no no no, no. no. I mean you know <laughs> alright I'm opening up there's a lot of green I'm seeing that was a lot of green. A lot of green. Um, all right, let's just go with the, the the coaster, which they've been doing a lot of. It's um, um, 
You know, honestly, I have no idea what this is. It's a green coaster. It has like a ram on it. Yeah. And like, there's a weird like, like, is, is that what? I don't know. I'm confused. What that's supposed to be? Looks like an Illuminati symbol or some kind, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Can Cooler Legends. Interesting. I I don't. I really I'm, I don't know what that is. Oh, let's look it up. Um, they've got another lapel. They they had this in the last one too. The 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 lapel pins. Give me a lapel, yeah. Um, this is a Mr. Sacco as Santa Claus. That's I mean, it's like <laughs> this is Mick Foley's heavily involved in this stuff, so um, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, then we got the 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 obligatory pin that's just basically the same as the sticker. Is the sticker? Uh, we got a uh, T-shirt, which uh, let's see. <laughs> wow, that's that's a good one. It's the revolting blob. Wow, from uh, Billy Madison. That's awesome. I never would have expected to I see that. I didn't either. Wow, that 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 came out of left field there. That's pretty sweet. It's a green and uh, purple shirt. Uh, then there's a uh, little frisbee. Which has the same bone saws ready logo on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll we'll bring cool. that up to Maine. And then, ooh, there we go. It's a Thunderlips uh, decal. Awesome. Which is like it just says Hogan has Thunderlips, and uh, it's kind of like a Batman symbol a yeah, little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little Batmanish. Um, and then we got a little forty uh, percent off everything in our Overstock store. Oh. So I guess anything that was in a previous box, I'm guessing, is in there. Had you posted pictures, people would know what they might want to go know, check out right? the stock of. Right. Like, the, I, I mean, I don't know if they have any of them, but um, they have uh, those uh, Magic 8-Ball thing that we... Um, oh, yeah. That I opened that one time was kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, so that's that was that's pretty cool. No, they live stuff. I'm a little disappointed by that. I was mm-hmm. hoping there'd be some sort of obey right. thing, but and maybe that what's-his-face kind of stole that from yeah that artist guy that I forget his name was. Mm. Um, he kind of stole that, so maybe they can't use that? I don't know. That's possible, right? Talk but revolting the, uh... blob. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what this... What is this? I don't know what that is. It's like a weird ram's head of some kind. It's like a ram's head. On I don't know, man. I'm not green camo or something. I don't really yeah. know. I have to figure that out. I don't know. I'm a little confused. Which is unfortunate because I feel like I should know that stuff. I, I turn to you for these answers. I know, right? I don't even know. Um, Alright. Um, Alright, let's just get into it, I guess. The... Uh, um, you want to fire this up? Start, yeah, let's, yeah, let's start it up. Start it up. Pre-show. Um, and find the remote. Um, yeah, let's kick it off with the uh, pre-show Lucha Dragons against the Dudleys. By the way, during the pre-show, uh, Jerry Lawler will not be at the pre-show. No? He got in a little bit of trouble over the weekend. Did he? Yeah, I guess his girlfriend or fiance or whatever she is... Uh, <laughs> him got in a little fight um, over LeBron James or something. I don't even know. I guess she went out drinking to watch the game six of the NBA Finals and uh, came home kind of drunk and they got into a fight. 
I don't know. But they ended up getting arrested, so and Jerry Lawler got suspended um, indefinitely, whichever that means. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're trying to kind of wait to see um, what happens. But he will not. I'm assuming he's not there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lucha Dragons against the Dudleys. I don't know yeah. why. I'm not sure why. Guessing it's happening. Of guessing the Dudleys are going to win that match. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dudleys too, just because. Why not? Right. Um, and then we got uh, the Golden Truth against uh, Rizango. Again, I don't know. I mean, they're building this thing for like months and months and months. So right. I guess you got to have it on the pre-show. Yeah. Because why not? <laughs> I think the Golden Truth is going to win that one. Yeah, I mean, you got to imagine they're going to win at some point. I think they lost every single match they've had so far. So Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with that too. Um all right, so then the actual show, which these first two matches were supposed to be on the uh, pre-show at one point in time, not, but oh, yeah. now they're on the regular show. We got Baron Corbin fighting Dolph Ziggler again. Again, yeah. I gotta imagine. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Um, I gotta imagine Baron Corbin's gotta win this and then end this, whatever right. it is. I mean, they fought like they bring him up, they bring Baron Corbin up, but he wins the Money in the Bank. Um, I mean, not the Money in the Bank, the Under the Giant Battle Royal. Yep. At WrestleMania. And then he's been in this feud with Dolph Ziggler for three months. And they've kind of just traded wins and losses. Right. Or whatever. In the last three months. It's yeah. like, you got to do something with this. So I feel like Baron, Baron Corbin's going to win this. Yeah, I think he needs to win on. it. Because like, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, what benefit does it make to have Dolph Ziggler win? Yeah, I feel like... Dolph Ziggler is what he is at this point. Yeah, and that's... Yeah. that's Winner I'm lose. not saying anything against Dolph right. Ziggler, it just it is what it is. Winner lose will continue to be Dolph Ziggler, but what's the point of Barry Corbin? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then, similar to that, I guess, uh, but the flip, 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 flip. Dude, he flip, does, this dude flip, does lots of flip, flips, yeah. Flip. Um, uh, <laughs> Sheamus versus Apollo Crews. Now, so far, they haven't really done much with Apollo Crews after bringing out Bray after WrestleMania. Right. Um, I think this is his first pay-per-view match, if I remember correctly. And his first real match against anyone important that wasn't... I, I guess he had that one match in like, the tournament, or the qualifying match, or whatever they lost. Right. Because he got beat up by Sheamus, sort of, I don't know. Um, but anyways, um, I kind of feel like Sheamus might win, just because I don't know what you're going to do with Sheamus, and I feel like this it's a new-ish feud right so or like maybe maybe Cruz will win by like a disqualification or something yeah. or something along those something lines like that, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's not over I feel like this is going to continue so like but I think either Seamus wins like cheatingly or Cruz wins by like disqualification or something yeah I think that um, that seems to make the most sense yeah. okay then you got uh, the women's match that should be sort of Alluded to earlier. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, Natalia and Becky Lynch against Dana Brooks and Charlotte. Uh, I, I don't. Know. I don't care. Yeah. I guess it's ultimately it's like well, yeah. if, if these if this somehow leads to Charlotte fighting Sasha Banks next month, I'm all for right. it. Or at least at SummerSlam. Yeah, I bet Charlotte and Dana Brooks. Win yeah, I feel like they're gonna win somehow. Yep. Um, or whatever, or maybe, or maybe, maybe Ric Flair will show up and cost them the match. I don't know. Well, imagine I'm that. Saying. I'm wearing my Ric Flair shirt that says "Woo" and 
It says all its little catchphrases and it has a bunch of Ric Flair things on it um, that I got in one of these boxes previously. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, no, I think I think Charlotte and yeah, I think so too. Uh, Dan Brooks coming. Uh, then they got the tag. We got the Fatal Four Tag Match. Uh, the New Day defending. I'm assuming it's going to be Kofi and Big E, but I don't know for sure. Um, against Enzo Cast, the Vaude Villains, and the Club, Gallows and Anderson. Um, I don't know. I can yeah. see three out of these four teams win. Right. Like I think that like the easiest thing to do is just have the New Day. Continue. Mm-hmm. Tag titles. Uh, end zone cast would be like the cool thing to do. Right. The club, I feel like, I'm not sure if it's necessary for them to win, but at the same time, it's like, if you're going to build them like as a dominant tag team, maybe you do. That's a good way to do it, yeah. The VOD villains are just there to be VOD villains. Right. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't see them winning. Yeah, I don't see them winning. I think, I think New Day walks over with it. I think when they give it to end zone cast, it's going to just be a straight up tag match, not a yeah. fiddle for right? Yeah. Or anything like that. Yeah, no, I can see that. Having like having them have a match at like SummerSlam in Brooklyn. Right. And then Zone Cast going over. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I kind of want to go to the club, though. You know what? I'm going to go with the club just to be different. Okay. Just for sake of argument there. That's fair. Um, yeah. Um, and then we got the Titus O'Neil. Against Rusev for the U.S. title. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, Titus O'Neil. Yep. Right. Yep. It's like you're gonna get your ass handed to you by Rusev. Right. And not win the title. Yeah. That's basically That's... all I gotta say about that. Yep. I don't even know why this feud is really happening. I don't either. I it's think, just like yeah. I think we can. It's move like oh, on. Titus O'Neil's back. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. So Rusev is the U.S. champ. We gotta, we're gonna have to build him up again since we ruined him with John Cena last year. Um, yeah, I don't see Rusev losing. I don't either. I don't think there's any chance. Um, all right, then you got, uh, I guess we'll talk about this match since we're talking about it. AJ Styles against John Cena. And the club is banned from ringside, I guess? He signed that yeah, contract that said, that said they, were, not, they that weren't they, allowed at ringside. Or that they... I was confused. Like yeah, one that match, was confusing. Like, one match was like a three-on-one, and the other match was just a match. Yeah, I don't know if that was... No, I think... I think Cena kind of said, like, no, he just... They weren't allowed at ringside. I don't know. Either way, he signed the one that was just him one-on-one, so... Right. Regardless. Um, I, I... I... I can't... I, I understand that Cena just came back. But there's no reason that Cena needs to win this match. Agreed. And AJ Styles just came off two losses to Roman Reigns, which is fine. I mean, if they weren't gonna give him the title, I understand that. But yep. like, you can't have you can't just continue having him lose and people like expect him to do anything. Agreed. You have to have him win a match. I mean, he lost he lost to Jericho at WrestleMania, then he lost to Roman Reigns back to back. Like, why he had a title match after he lost to Jericho at WrestleMania it made no sense to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was confused by that to begin with. Like, you got, you got to give him a win against somebody. So, yeah, and, and Cena doesn't... Cena, Cena can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's still going to be John Cena. It doesn't really matter. Right. You know? So, I don't, I don't see any way that AJ Styles... I don't see any reason why AJ Styles would lose. With that said, I, there's a very good possibility AJ Styles loses John Cena. It wouldn't make sense to me to make him lose, but... 
Uh, but I'm, I, I, I still gotta go Styles. I, yeah, I mean, I'm also very anti-Cena, but I... Fair enough. doesn't make sense to me, everything we've just said, it wouldn't make sense to me to have Styles lose that match. Right. Right, yeah, I mean... It's like the Ziggler-Corbin thing, like... Yeah. Cena is still Cena if he loses that match. Right, 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 right. But, like, right. what's the point of bringing AJ Styles in if you're not going to put him over at some point? Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you're going to put him over, that's a hell of a guy to have him beat to do it. Right, really. exactly. I mean, they did the thing... I mean, you know, they did that with Kevin Owens last year, but then they had him lose three times after that. So it was kind of like, well, what was the point of that? Right. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that ultimately John Cena doesn't win the rematch or whatever, but at the same time, it's just like... What's the point right. of him just going out there and beating AJ Styles? You know, I don't know. I'm assuming the club's going to get involved somehow. Yeah, I would think so. In some way, shape, or form, whatever that ends up being. Because um, I mean, if if Styles wins by like some screwy finish, like that's fine. Like you just can't have him get like clean, like pinned clean after an AA, and that's it. Right, like he's that's just stupid. Um, all right, then we get the Money in the Bank ladder match, which I think is going to be the match of the night. It would have to be. I mean, you got well, the you Cena got, Styles, maybe, but I mean, it's possible. It's definitely. I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah. I mean, we've never. I mean, not to get not to jump ahead, but we've never seen Rollins and Reigns fight one on one. Right. The last two times it was supposed to happen, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Someone got injured, and they never, they've never done it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got Sami Zayn, you got Kevin Owens, Cesaro, Alberto Rio, Jericho, um, and who am I forgetting? Oh, wait. Cesaro, Jericho, Sami Zayn, Alberto Rio, Kevin Owens. Am I forgetting? Oh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Dean Ambrose. And he's, I guess, the odds on favorite if you want to give it to. Anyone the favorite in this? Right. Just because of his whole thing with Rollins and Reigns. But my argument for this is that he doesn't need it. No. I feel like he'll he'll, he'll get a title shot next month regardless. Yeah, I can see if that. He wins. So it's like, what does he need the briefcase for? Whereas someone like Sami Zayn, and you could argue that same thing with Jericho or Alberto Rio. They're former champions. Like you can just throw them in a title match, and like no one's gonna question it. But like someone like Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens or Cesaro, it's like they kind of need that. You know, it makes more sense for them to have that, and then cash it in because they're ne- not necessarily get that title shot. So with that said, I think Kevin Owens is going to win. I would love that. I think it just makes sense. It make, it'll make sense for his character. It like he can come down to ringside and like do commentary and tease like that he's going to cash in like. You know, just forever. Right. Like, he can do this for months. Like, you know? And I feel like that just... I don't know. I mean, Ambrose... I mean, I if like, Ambrose wins and cashes in tonight, that'd be one thing. That'd be really cool. I like that idea. Um, Especially since... And, you know... Like I said, they haven't talked about this. They haven't dealt with this. Are there going to be two champions going forward? If then, then what does the... Can you cash in on any champion if you have the... Like, maybe they just were like, okay, let's just have it and go quick and then forget about it so we don't have to deal with it going forward. Ambrose wins it, cashes in tonight. 
Yeah. And sets up whatever going forward for the summer. Yeah, that way with the draft or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Someone's going to be stuck in a spot where they can't use it. So, I mean, I I feel like it's going to be one of those two guys. But it could be Sami Zayn. It could easily be Sami Zayn. How do Enzo and Cass know each other? I'm sorry. I've always (laughs) wondered that. I've always wondered, like, why those guys know each other. Because Enzo's from Staten Island. Or, no. Brooklyn? I know it was Big Cass from Queens. Right. And then, oh, Enzo's from New Jersey. Right. I don't know. They probably just met at some club some night. I just always was like, when I look <laughs> I at those know. two, I'm just like, how do you guys, like, what is the connection here? Like, sorry, I, I saw them on the screen. <laughs> no, that's why I got sidetracked there. Um, it doesn't make sense to me to have Zayn win that match. I don't think they would have Cesaro win it. You know, I don't think Cesaro as a, the heavyweight champ makes sense at any point. Fair enough. I, you know, I could see him well, holding another I mean, belt. But that's the thing, though. Because well, that's the thing. That's the argument here. Because like, if they do end up doing two champions, yep. Like if Cesaro was the champion of SmackDown, I could see that, depending on how it's gonna play out. Mm-hmm. But like, no, like, yeah, I don't. For right now, I don't see him competing. I'd rather see him like. I'd rather see like Cena win the U.S. belt from Rusev, and then have like a Cesaro Cena feud or something like that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean that was something they kind of teased and never did. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think. And I, Jericho's not going to win it. No, Jericho's not going to win. There's no reason. There's to no win. Ex- other than he was the one who came up with the match or whatever. But that's never, not, he's never won it. He's never won it. But yeah. that, that's not a good enough reason. I mean, like I said, like Jericho's a six-time champion. Yeah. Like if you just like was next week, like you know, punched Reigns in the face and like, oh, you get a title shot. It's like. No one's gonna bat an eye. It's like, all right, fine. Right. Goes in title match. Like exactly. He's been in how many yeah. title how many title matches over the years? Like like it's not it's not a big deal. Plus, Owens has had a pretty crappy couple weeks leading up to this match, right? It would be good vindication for him to. Uh, yeah. Crappy in the sense like he's had some like stu- silly losses and his whole thing with uh, Del Rio, the Mexican yeah. dude like Del Rio. Yeah, like sorry, totally blanked on his name. Trump would love me. Um, <laughs> The Mexican dude, Jesus. Um, Mexican dude. Yeah, you know, like, dude. getting stuck with him and, like, all that stuff, like, I don't know, seems like yeah. he's not getting his just due. And you're, you're right, I would love to have him sitting out there with that briefcase on his lap doing commentary yeah. all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm going Owens. I don't know if you're going to agree with me on that, but uh, we've agreed with about a lot so far. But I'm going to go Ambrose. I, just to okay, it. Ambrose. All right, yeah. I mean, I, that the money's on Ambrose right now. Yep. You look. You can go look online. Go check out the. We should bet on this. Like, oh, we should. It's like five dollar bets or something. Yeah, we should. You definitely should. Uh, Ambrose is like. Um, he's the favorite. Owens is second, so it's not. I mean, right, yeah. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, it's probably pretty close. <laughs> but um, yeah. So all right, and that brings us to the title match, which um, Seth Rollins trying to get that back, the title he never lost right. against Idiot Face. Roman Reigns, the guy, the guy, or a guy, or he's a guy. Just a guy, right? Some Samoan dude. Yeah, some Samoan dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Samoans, the um, those other Samoans. Yeah, like, Usos aren't even they're anywhere. Just not here tonight. Just, yeah, I don't know. Were they like hanging out at the MGM Grand or something? Probably. Um, hanging out with the Godfather at his yeah. strip club. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't see Reigns losing the title. Unless something weird goes down with Ambrose cashing in. 
Right. I just don't see, and that's nothing against Seth Rollins. I just don't. I can't see them just giving it right back to him. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. And also, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. Like, because, like it, going forward, no, you have no idea. Because like, by the time we're here for the next pay per view, there's gonna be two brands. Right. Yeah. And I don't even know how they're gonna do that. Yeah. That's the other thing too. Is like we, I've been like me and Rob were talking about like going to see going to hell in the cell in October but is like that even gonna happen right are they gonna change shit up like I don't even know is that gonna be a Raw show or a Smackdown show or is they gonna be something else I don't know but in any event uh, what the hell is happening right now did you, did you see any of this I wonder when, when was this even on is this now <laughs> so Fandango and Tyler Breeze for whatever reason, went into a tanning booth together. I saw that. They, they had that on the kickoff, the pre-show on Raw on Monday. Yeah. But then they never followed it up. All right, so this is the end result. Is when, all... Does it ever air anything? It just... Are they just, just showing it now? Yeah. All right, well, anyways. Um, <laughs> I think Reigns walks away with the belt. Yeah, I think so, too. And that's kind of disappointing, I guess, but... yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's gonna have it till at least SummerSlam. Depending on what they do, I you know, honestly we're still sitting here having no idea what's gonna go on. Right. But just like in general, general, generally speaking, I think yeah, we'll have it till at least SummerSlam. I feel like this brand split is sort of affecting how we're able to analyze yeah. a lot of this. And then, well, there's one other factor that we have not talked about. I was saving this for last. Brock Lesnar. Is he gone or back or what? I'm confused about what's happening with him. He's. Fighting at UFC. Right. 200 on July 9th or whatever. But he'll be back for SummerSlam, supposedly. Okay. Now, if he gets kicked in the head or punched in the head and has a concussion or something fucked up, like... Then that's I, that, yeah. He breaks a leg or something. I, I don't think he'll be at SummerSlam. I don't know. So that's kind of up in the air. But it's like, at the same time, it's like... Does, does he get a title shot at SummerSlam? I feel like he gets a title shot when he wants one, right? Right. If he wins at UFC, and does that give him a title shot? I, I don't know. I don't think so, but right. that whole thing's kind of really crazy. They announced yesterday, or it might have been two days ago, um, he gets to use his WWE theme when he comes to the Octagon, though. Ooh. Which okay. is kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see why he wouldn't. I mean, no, before he couldn't, but... Does he exist in both universes? Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, why wouldn't he? He's a person. It's not like... I mean, Brock Lesnar is his name. It's not like he's... It's not like Goldust is going to go fight in UFC as, like, Dustin Runnels or whatever. Um, and then come back and be Goldust. Imagine that. I'm just saying that because I'm looking at him. Right, right. It's like Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. Like, that's who he is. That's what he does. He beats people up. And, um... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, he's fighting a Mark Hunt who... Everyone's kind of like, oh, that's kind of a tough one to do. But, like, I, lo- I was looking at what Mark Hunt has done. Like, he's only won, like, two of his last five matches. So, I was like, I don't understand why people are like, like, oh, my God, that's a tough one to do. But, like, I don't know. In any event, uh, I guess that's going to do it. That's going to do it. Uh, what are we at? Yeah, we're in 12 minutes. Yeah, we're way over. Um, all right, uh, so... Um, 
Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and uh, Stitcher. Go to the Sorry. blog um, at uh, gngboom.blogspot.com and be sure to follow us on Twitter at GNG Podcast um, or email us at boomgng at gmail.com. I actually got, we got an email this, this week. Really? Uh, Keith T. from Melrose said, Hey, you fuckers, why don't you uh, take a good look at your lives and how you wasted them and watch on Friday night at the NHL draft as my son gets drafted in the top five. Wow, okay. So, thanks, said that to you. thanks Keith P. from Melrose. Okay. Yeah, apparently his son's going to get drafted in the NHL draft. Okay. Whatever. And we wasted our lives. Dick. Apparently. Were we talking about his son at one point? I don't know, probably. Well, apologize, or maybe I don't. I hope he gets drafted. <laughs> hope he gets drafted seventh. Sit on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Keith T's a dick. Um, no, we think you're cool. No, I'm just joking. Don't, um, don't need to swear. That's all. Yeah, man, come don't, on. Don't come at me. Don't come, come at me, that. Come on, Keith T. Um, I guess that's going to do it. You uh, said from Melrose? From Melrose. Keith T from Melrose. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's chimed in before. Okay. He gave, gave a lot of shit to Matty G podcast and Max about their NHL 94 uh, playing or NHL PA 93, whatever we're on. Now they didn't use the right team or something. I don't know. That's okay. I don't know. Like you said, the internet's full of internet. A lot heroes, of haters. heroes and douchebags. Heroes and douchebags. Keith T is whatever you want him to be. Yes. Good for your son, Keith T. All right. <laughs> and uh, finally, on one last note, the uh, lead singer from Pian Don passed away. Yeah. So set a set yeah. a drift on memory bliss. Yeah. And keep your wieners warm. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Gonna tell you, baby, don't get mad this time. If you want my wiener, you give me ease all up in my mind, baby. Please want my wiener. Oh, want my wiener. Won't you just want my wiener? Cause he really don't feel right cold.